0: testing, testing, testing. Let's see if I can hear anything. Hello?
1: Hello. Hello.
0: Hi! Yay! Sorry about that.
1: It's okay, but I'm very sad. Why? Why
2: are you very sad?
1: Because there's a new Broadchurch teaser trailer, and I was like, yay! And I went to click on it, and it says UK only. Boo! I know. You need the
3: Chrome plugin that fixes that. Does it? Yeah. Oh, well. There's a there's a plug-in you can get for Chrome called um, Hola, I think, and uh, it can pretend that my computer is in the states, so all the things that it says, "Nope, states only," I can go and watch. Oh,
0: uh, smart, devious. I approve. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: That's how I've been. That's how I caught up on the last several episodes of Arrow when I finally had some time to do that and things like that. Nice.
0: Yeah. Uh, sorry, I have to get comfortable.
3: <laughs> no worries.
1: Getting that, inc- I, I got comfortable. I put my new Doctor Who boots on. Mm. My Excellent. New, my new Doctor Who slippers for podcasting.
0: Ooh.
3: <laughs> Very nice.
1: My mother's.
0: I just. Cl- Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. You go ahead. You were in the middle of. My mother bought them for me to podcast in. That's what
1: she said. These are to keep your feet warm while you podcast.
2: So,
1: so they shall. Me. Apparently they're cheaper than insulation. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: I would think so.
0: Probably. So, I'm so, sorry.
3: i should put my slippers on too. Mm-hmm.
1: Just
0: I'm still wearing my socks.
3: Just, so am I. But,
0: just know. socks? You guys are in colder
1: places than I am.
0: I've also been inside for the past few hours and it's fair. And the heater works fairly well. Mm, that's yes, good.
3: we probably have better insulation than you do. So.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I only notice getting cold once uh, the furnace gets turned off for the night, so it wouldn't necessarily apply while we're podcasting, but...
1: That's true. Okay. I'm double-checking. Skype, hijack, record.
3: (laughs) It is, in fact, (laughs) recording.
1: It says it is. We're going to hope. Of course, it said it was last time, too, but...
0: Do you want to stop it to check and then start it back up? No, because it's got both things
1: lit up, so I can tell it's working.
3: Yeah. Okay. We just, uh, if we end up having to um, stop the call and restart, that's when we need to check again. Because mm-hmm. last time you checked at the beginning, but then when we restarted, it didn't check that time.
1: Right, and that's when it, when yeah. that, it's because I shut Skype down completely, because nobody could hear me.
3: Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And then restarted it, and that's what kicked it out.
3: Well, that doesn't seem to be a problem this time, so we should nope. be all right.
1: No, I started and stopped and started Skype before I even came over this evening because I knew it would be a problem. So, uh, uh, did that. Did you all have a good Christmas?
3: Yeah, it was nice. It felt kind of short. Somebody pointed out to me that it was five days, which, you know, isn't that terribly short, but we just did a lot of stuff. There wasn't. Once mom and dad and Crystal actually got there, there wasn't a lot of downtime to just sort of hang out with people. Mm-hmm. That we were always going somewhere to do something.
1: Yeah, that makes it tougher. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, my Christmas was pretty good, and mm. it ended when it needed to. Well, that's cool. That's good. If I had stayed any longer, I think I would have gone barmy. <laughs> but I did get my quilt done.
1: You did. It's beautiful.
0: Thank you. It makes me happy. And it's now on my wall above the couch. And I'm going to post pictures of that. I'm actually going to post an album with some of the in-progress stuff that I had. Nice. And, and I put up the photos of the posters my folks got me when mm-hmm. they were in Portland.
2: Uh huh. And
0: as I said, that is your Portland. I figured was, that out. I was like, oh. Uh, they should have told me
1: they were here. And I was like, no, wait a minute. If it was Scarlett, that would be one thing. Scarlett's parents, it's a little weird. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> just a lot weird. <laughs>
0: but we put those above the TV. And this semester, Deborah and I are going to have a roommate watching time at some point. And it's going to involve Agent Carter. Remember, we're going to the movie Saturday. You know how busy the office keeps me. You gotta live a little
3: before you're happy. Agent Carter, all hands on deck.
0: Firefly
3: Take my love, take my land Take me where I cannot stand I don't care,
1: I'm still free You take the sky from me
0: And Doctor Who <laughs>
3: Cool. Good stuff. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, I just showed her the Agent Carter one shot Mm. that they attach to one of the movies, like in the DVD extras. Mm -hmm. I found it online, and I and I showed it to her because it's awesome. And it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that except for like eight episodes, it'll be awesome.
3: I'll have to go find that. I don't think I've seen that one. I saw the Phil Coulson one, which was fun.
0: It's what the Funny shot? Thing oh. Happened
3: on the Way to Thor's Hammer.
0: <laughs> yes, that one is good. Uh, give me a moment. I might be able... I'll see if I can find the link, and I'll put it in the, the chat later. Okay.
3: okay, yeah. No worries if it takes a while or whatever. I can probably oh, I find it, it but now I know it exists.
0: <laughs> oh, I found it.
1: It didn't take her long.
0: <laughs> well, I went through my history. It was on my iPad. I just have <laughs> to get onto the iPad. Onto the chat. She
3: knows like, where to
0: go. Oh, come on. It's me. <laughs> I'm like, consider everything that that I have done or said during podcast. It's like, oh, I know the answer. Tap, 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 tap. <laughs> or Sue's like, hey, can you find this clip? I have this video. I found this video link on YouTube. Does this work? Yes.
2: <laughs> it's terrible
1: because yeah. i sit there and play on youtube for 30 minutes and then i get mad and say forget it i'm not going to do it and she's like three seconds later
0: oh i found it i'm sorry i will just apologize immediately no because i appreciate it <laughs> and deborah and i finally put up the picture frames that i've had because i have a i have a print of starry night and a summer reading print from my library uh-huh, as well as those new posters, and we You're also put up, way too much fun oh I let De- actually Deborah had too much fun. She got to use a hammer
2: <laughs>
0: and Chilly. we put up her and you remember when I was showing you pictures of the Gibbs's Rules poster mm-hmm. I made for her? Yes, we put that up, so I am now staring at it at an very angle, cool. so I can't quite read it, but it looks very cool.
1: <laughs> That's cool. I'm glad you guys are having fun. Yes, we are nerds and proud of it.
3: That's always good.
1: I told somebody today that I was a nerd and that I should know the answer to something, but I didn't have it in my head, and I was a bad nerd. Or a geek. I was a bad geek, because I didn't know what TARDIS stood for.
2: Uh,
0: Time and
1: relative dimension now? and space. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I knew it was most of those words. I just was having trouble getting it all put together. Of course, she didn't even know what TARDIS was, so... I was a step ahead at least.
0: So my friend Panda, we'll go with Panda. My friend Panda was wearing one of those TARDIS and Disney shirts. Mm -hmm. It was the Alice in Wonderland one. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool because there's little Doctor Who details in it. Mm -hmm. And she was also also wearing a Bad Wolf hat. It was black and then it said Bad Wolf on, on it. One of those, I don't know. I don't know what to do, how to describe it Winter hat
2: mm-hmm.
0: Where you pull it over your head And then you kind of turn it up So it's not kind It's covering like a beanie your... Yes
3: Watch cap perhaps mm-hmm. I might call it a toque
1: You probably <laughs> would
0: And it said bad wolf And the instructor looks at her Calls her bad wolf And what is bad wolf anyway Because it's on both her hat and the shirt And she's like I could explain it to you It's Doctor Who I don't think you'll really actually care No, know or be interested. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just full of random stuff. So sorry. <laughs> I'm just babbling.
3: Oh, no problem with that. Babble away.
0: Um, I think I told you, Sue, that, that I made coasters for my boyfriend for Christmas. No. <laughs> I Well, I made coasters for my boyfriend for Christmas. I'm going to probably take pictures of them and put them up as part of my... This is what I made over Christmas. Mhm. The, they were simple nine-patch coasters. Okay. So think of a Tic-Tac-Toe board.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And fill... And, like, gray, blue, gray on the first line. Blue, gray, blue on the second right. line. For And then I had... It inversed, so I had six of those.
2: Mhm.
0: Three of each. Nice. And I and I pie- pieced them and I quilted them and I put binding on them and they look really spiffy. And he cool. likes them. Well then you can't get
1: any better than that.
0: He, nope. He and it was it felt weird giving him a pro, something like coasters.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Even though I had made them so it's more personal than hey, here's coasters. Mm-hmm. Because I know it's something that's useful in his apartment, Right, having been in there and searched for decent coasters, but it was still, it's weird giving the boyfriend Mm -hmm. a practical present, but he liked it, partially because it was practical.
1: And partially because you made it yourself with your own little hands.
0: They're Mm -hmm. not that little. (laughs) (laughs) They're proportionate.
1: All right, all right. I'm not giving you a bad time about being little. I was just... I don't
0: know. I'm just giving
1: you a bad time Uh, about me being little. Uh, I'll tell you how bad it is. So I've been sick since September. Yes. During the Christmas holidays for four days, I did. I was. That's a long time. I know. I wasn't sick for four days. I was like, wow, I'm not coughing. I don't. I'm not wheezing. This is great. And then uh, after four days of being well, I got sick again. So I just reached into my pocket and pulled out. Cough drops, so that I can have cough drops handy in case I need them while we're podcasting. And I have three different cough drops in there. Each one of them is a different flavor. So that means I have three different bags of cough drops going. That's not a good sign.
3: You guys are
1: kind of distorted for yeah, me. Yeah,
3: I'm Hopefully hearing that
1: from everybody. It's
3: all right on your end.
2: I'm
1: it's sorry. <laughs> you sound like you're
0: better now, Scott. I think it might be me.
1: You sound fine, but I've totally lost Scott. <laughs> you sound
0: like a robot.
1: <laughs> Great. Scott,
3: <laughs> there you are. So apparently I'm the only robot.
1: Well, she said I sounded like a robot too, so. Hmm. So maybe it's you. <laughs> maybe. Did we just lose, Scarlet? I think we might
3: have. Uh, maybe.
1: Yeah, looks like we did. Let's see what she's doing. She's writing.
3: Hmm. I'm exploring the kitchens and the bar <laughs> on the forum.
1: Oh, that was uh, they should all be in the uh, what's your digger the uh, ministry thread because the archives. We only did it, yeah, we only did it for a little bit.
3: Yeah, they're still showing up as unread threads uh-huh. though, so I get to go and look at them.
1: That's cool. It wasn't much, but it was a little it's something nice to do. Nice to do a
3: little something. Yeah, I got my critical hit sketchbook today.
1: Oh, cool. That's it's slick. actually
3: pretty good. It's it's definitely a sketchbook. Like There aren't any of them that are really properly finished up drawings, but mm-hmm. some of them are closer than others, kind of.
1: Yeah, that's fun. I'm kind of liking their new campaign.
0: Yeah. Hey.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's been fun so far. Welcome back, Scarlett.
0: Thank you to ha- for having me again. Yeah, well, maybe we should start this before
1: we all <clears throat> get into too much trouble here.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, possibly.
0: Mm, Everything's still th- recording?
1: Everything is still recording I'm going to double check that Because last time the little red recording dot was on And it was not recording But yes, it says it is still recording Alright Okay.
3: My track is recording again But I, I, that's of limited use Without the other one
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Alrighty. For Friday, May 22nd This is episode 210 Of Potterfick Weekly Welcome to the place where the story never ends
3: History on Potterfic Weekly.
1: Nerdy, awesome fun. Nerdy, <laughs> awesome
0: fun. That's us, man.
3: There's something going on. I'm
0: not Microsoft.
3: <laughs> I wasn't snoring, was I? How about Sherbert Levin?
0: If I start snoring, let me know.
1: We're Never
3: mind. I'm not editing, going there. I'm not uh, going in there. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're just having adventures.
1: Yep. We're adventures. Adventures are good. Good girl. I'll talk to with you.
3: I
2: Oh,
1: I snorted so much yesterday it was unreal.
3: <laughs> same snake time, a- same snake channel.
1: It's all snake, i wow, wow. First, uh, uh, I need to learn how to have a filter on my mouth.
3: Oh, <laughs> so yes,
2: they're guys. They're there to talk here, about the
3: sector. They're going to worry about homework
2: much <laughs> they I swear, yeah.
3: I read them for the stories. <laughs> <laughs> Sex and snorkel Awkward. I'm so
2: big on nightmares. <laughs>
3: left before the end, Weekly, where the story never ends.
1: Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Potterfic Weekly, a family, let's see, no, let's try that again. <laughs> Welcome back to Potterfic Weekly, the flagship of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm Sue. I'm Scott. And I'm Scarlett. And we are doing the second part of Tuesday on of just a random Tuesday by Twisted Biscuit. And this is from twelve thirty two PM until sometime about five o'clock in the evening, I believe.
3: Mm-hmm. And we start out in the Great Hall and Pomona wants to tell everyone what just happened to Dolores. <laughs>
1: Oh, and Snape says, unless it's painful, I don't want to know.
3: It was publicly humiliating.
1: Does that count? Yes, definitely. And we find out that Peeves burst a sewage line. Sorry, I'm getting an echo. Burst the sewage line above her head during the Hufflepuff's fourth year lesson. Food. Oh. And whatever just sort
3: of goes, hmm, because she doesn't want to draw too much attention to herself. Mm-hmm. And Severus is actually thinking about it and going, oh, but he couldn't, how would he manage to do that? He'd have to have a professor to take down the wards on the piping, and she sort of wants to kick him under the table or something mm-hmm. because he's being too sharp.
0: Yeah. And, <laughs> and she ends up choking on her las, lasagna. And we find <laughs> out that Snape. Wait, wait, wait wait, time, wait, wait. Fine. Wait, is, waiting. Is it really lasagna?
3: That's what it says.
0: That's what it says. Because my text reader,
1: I was going to ask you what it, it what says it lasagna? Meant. No, it says Lausanne. And I thought oh. it was some French dish. And I was going to ask you guys what it was today.
3: No, it's lasagna, spelled <laughs> with an E rather than an A, which some people do. But um,
1: Oh, yeah. that makes so much more sense mm-hmm. than, than Lausanne. And I'm like, Lausanne, what is that? Some French dish? Scott will know.
0: It's got a little French. You'll know what this is. <laughs>
3: so telling okay. it actually, but okay. And that's true. Mm-hmm.
0: But it says that Minerva choked on her lasagna. Trust Snape to be the only other teacher in the building to have paid attention to Hogwarts history. <laughs> and because Minerva was certainly not the type of person to choke on her lasagna, it tended to call the attention of everyone in the near vicinity when she did.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, but
0: Fortun- so much for being subtle.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Fortunately, about that time, some first years But apparently the Peeves
3: is not done with his shenanigans.
1: No. And he sweeps <laughs> in, and he has the cushion. That- the glorified booster seat. Yes, the glorified booster seat. Or whatever the ministry's currently calling it. <laughs> and it's stuffed to the brim with something terrible, and it's emitting smoke, and... Minerva thinks, well, she mutters to herself that, well, I told him to be inventive. And Pomona's like, what's that? And but she, she doesn't
3: get a chance to say anything. But I thought at first this was going to be a dung bomb or something. Mm-hmm. But apparently it's a um, the sort of thing that Charlie and Bill used to use when they were at school. Fred and George thought it was too cliche. Yes. Um, and it makes anything food jump up and down and bounce across the room. and uh,
2: <laughs> This is a
3: wonderful thing to have suffusing the Great Hall.
1: Yeah. Totally. At mealtime. Yeah, mm-hmm. not so good. It's got the stuff that makes Mexican jumping beans jump.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh dear. Yeah. And it fills the room with smoke mm-hmm. and everyone panics and I just love the dialogue.
3: Yes. <laughs> Some great stuff in here.
0: Oh You haven't gone blind, you idiot. We're being attacked by the military. Oh, that's all. Wait, what? Oh, God. We're being attacked by the military. (laughs) Tee-hee. Hufflepuffs are so gullible. He wasn't Slytherin. He was? Yep. Seventh year. Oh, dear Lord. The future of the wizarding world is doomed.
1: (laughs) And then the food comes in contact with the, the smoke and this food starts jumping all around, and everybody thinks they're being attacked by their friends and enemies. And now. And we start have
3: shooting spells around, which makes everything so much better.
1: A huge food fight with spells, yeah, intermixed with spells. It's just terrible. <laughs> and then somebody. is smart <laughs> enough ahead. to know what's going to happen, so she throws up a shield charm, and so does Snape. So the, at least the two of them are somewhat protected from everything, but. Uh, Everybody else is just a free-for-all.
3: Mm-hmm. And then somebody does the bird-conjuring spell, which is going to just add extra chaos to the whole thing.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Wizards really don't seem to have this common-sense thing down.
3: No, not yeah. so much. In defense of the Seventh-year Slytherin, he probably didn't have much experience with muggle military, so for all he knows, they do look like that. But
1: mm, yeah. That's true. But. And
3: then people are, at least some people are, assuming that it's you know who is attacking because <laughs> apparently a jumping food is much more convincing than the word of Albus Dumbledore and Harry Potter. Or
1: Harry Potter, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> it's you know who, yeah. And so Minerva tries to get up, and so does Snape. And as the two of them tried, they both slip and fall. And Minerva falls on her bum, and it hurts rather badly. And Snape falls on the person Someone. next to him.
3: Which Jesus. is Auriga Sinistra. Yes.
1: And she says, who's that? And is like, who's who? And she's like, who's on top of me? And Snape says,
3: that would be me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and she's not happy about that at all.
0: Because they're making fools of themselves and she should be able to see it.
1: Yes, poor Poor Minerva, she's missing out. And it takes her a a couple of tries to get up, and it takes them several tries to get up, because every time they start to get up, they fall.
3: They're (laughs) arguing with each other the whole time. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, these... Stay still! Get off me! No, you get off me! (laughs) These two do not appreciate each other at all.
3: And finally, Minerva has had enough, and casts the silent sonorous spell, and just says, be silent to the whole room. Mm. Everyone put your wands away, move slowly towards the doors, and try to keep food, animals, and smoke in the great hall. <laughs>
1: yes. And don't leave the entrance hall until I say otherwise. Now! And off. Yes. And I go.
3: And she's very glad that Fred and George are no longer here because they would have barred the doors. <laughs>
1: mm. uh, very glad. And she kind of turns towards who, where she thinks Sprout might be and says, can you help me? And they make their way slowly. It takes them five minutes to get across the hall. That's how bad it is.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and there's a penguins, with a flock of penguins.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm, this may not be so Getting easy. Getting more and
3: more like Puffa every day. <laughs>
0: oh, that's a scary thought.
3: That's a really scary
1: thought.
0: But actually pretty accurate. I mean, if you're redefining the word melee with that incident, mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds like us. It
1: does sound like us
0: with chaos and and
1: if they just had power tools they would be us.
0: <gasps> power tools? <laughs> you said power tools.
1: I did. Also I... we
3: don't have an umbrage, so bonus. That's true.
0: True. <laughs> but we did Unless have a house you guys full are of ghosts.
1: Calling me that and
3: I don't know about it. No. Wouldn't we a do
0: that to you?
3: Yes. I would Scarlet does occasionally call you evil, I suppose She
1: does call me evil on very, not, very many occasions
0: But not umbridge evil
3: Oh, You're shoot.
1: the fun kind of evil Oh, that's good Oh, by the way, Scott, you're still head of house
3: <laughs> I noticed that, yes I went and said hi well, that's
1: I'm,
0: good. Not art, I'm not art, I'm not
1: I'm not Yeah, well, you're still around You're still in charge wherever you can find
0: Yes I'm in charge of confusing my house because it is still my house because I have seniority.
1: (laughs) There you go.
0: I get to teach them about lemurs, which (laughs) takes us back to the story where there are a lot of animals. There are a lot of animals.
3: So they make their way across the great hall and trip over some chairs on the way. And some of the students have lurked in the hall still just to cause mayhem. And um, she's hoping that she's looking professional because Pomona really isn't.
1: <laughs> no, no, she has uh, pesto sauce dripping and gravy and a few other things, and
3: mm-hmm. yeah. But at and, least and, Minerva had her silk Char- charm.
0: Mm-hmm. And Minerva summons Charlie Harper, that Ravenclaw who she was dealing with the previous night, mm-hmm. and, and asks
3: turned himself into an to, eagle.
0: <laughs> yes, and asks him to go get Umbridge to take care of this because. I doubt we have the authority.
3: Yes. And, and obviously everybody's Umbridge just... is such an accomplished witch that she should be able to handle no. it with mm. no trouble at all. Yes, yes.
0: Oh, I mean, we wouldn't want her to feel left out of this now, would we?
3: Never.
1: And I love Pomona. She tells everybody, go to your dormitories, change your robes, clean up, and if you miss one afternoon class, you will be in detention for a week and lose 100 house points. Do you hear me? You know, I Unless can it's s- umbridge. See Miss Miss Pomona Sprout in her little, you know, rustly self letting him have it. I think that's funny.
3: Mm-hmm. And there's Draco being a twit again about Daphne. Mm-hmm. And Fogling. Pansy's glaring at him. Mm-hmm.
1: Eh. And so she snarks at Pansy and tells her to quit dawdling and take some points away because she's being a gossip.
0: And holding, holding school, up school, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I love it. She just she listens and scurries off with her winged monkeys. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Na 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 na, na, na,
1: na, na. <laughs> <laughs> I love Minerva. She says it's unfortunate how upset they'll be to discover Peas has rendered the great hall off limits for the rest of the afternoon. And Pomona's eyes lit up, light up, and she's like, the rest of the afternoon. How do you pr- propose Peeve manages to ensure that? Minerva's like, do you remember James Potter's first day of head- as head boy? And Pomona's like, I'll cover you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just so Minerva makeup. goes over and casts a perpetuating charm. So uh. just to keep some of the things going on in there. She was just, you know, maximizing the effect. It's not like she said any of the spells or anything. No, no,
0: no. no. no.
3: And then, uh, and then Umbridge she- shows up Yes. what's going on here?
0: But it's more like, what is,
3: what's going on here? Mm. Yeah. She's not exactly uh, in the best shape for the seven flights of stairs and all of that sort of thing. So yeah, you no, know. not at all. Not that um, I would be either, so. <laughs> yeah. Me either.
0: Yeah, but I think you'd be in better shape than Umbridge. I mean, this is, what, spring?
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Mm, I think so.
0: If you were a teacher there, even a defense one, you would have gotten the hang of it by then, I think.
3: Probably.
1: Yes, except for the castle hates her and makes it harder for her.
3: (laughs)
0: Go Hogwarts!
1: Yep. So Minerva says that Professor Sprout's going to (laughs) explain what's going on, and she's going to go into the antechamber to see how the rest of the staff is doing.
3: Yes. The antechamber of contention. Yes. At
1: 1246. And she expects that people are going to be cleaning themselves off, but
0: instead, no, there's a fight.
3: And Snape and and Sabistra are still going at it. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And there is a betting pool going on in the corner.
1: Well, I think, yeah, this betting pool seems to happen whenever these two start going at each other.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes but the arguments just beautiful mm-hmm. i do it's like <laughs> yeah. tomatoes are a fruit not a vegetable besides for a man who claims to be able to defend against such things you were on the receiving end of quite a few entrees yourself
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and Snape says he's defended himself. It's just because he tripped over her that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm the problem. You're the one who fell on me. Oh yes, that's highly believable. Surely you could only the Hufflepuffs will believe you, really. And then they both turn and look at Minerva. Um, <laughs> or no, they're still going. But and Minerva's like, I probably shouldn't I know. say anything, uh, but I know she better. does anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: and it's like when they both turn to face her professor vector mutters quick avert your gaze we're out of mandrakes
2: <laughs> yeah
3: yep.
0: and
1: minerva
2: and it informs actually was that- snape
3: that fell on top of her so mm-hmm. Sinistra's was vindicated
1: very much his fault you fell on me we have a reliable witness and Snape says reliable witness or not the fact remains that you were you should be able to protect yourself against fruit. Mm-hmm. And,
3: and apparently yep. there's something 5 years ago involving iguanas which <laughs> uh, he has not let go. <laughs>
0: yeah. And it's like why don't you just go eat puppy dogs or make first year's cry or something. <laughs> I only made that girl cry once. Why do people fixate on it? Because it's a fine example of you showing what a loathsome snake you really are. Listen, you vile wench, malignant worm, rabid shrew. Yeah.
1: yeah. Minerva turns over round to the others and says huge bets.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: She puts five gallons on Sinistra being the first to cause actual harm, with Snape being the first one to say something verging on sexual harassment.
1: Yes. <laughs> And now the pot's up to 13 galleons and six sickles.
3: So it is just past (laughs) one, and she finally manages to get to her office, and there's someone else there. Mm -hmm. But fortunately, it's not Umbridge.
1: (laughs) Yay. Nope, it's Lavender Brown, Mm -hmm. who's come to stammer that she's, um, er, sorry
0: about her latest
1: homework. Her last
3: essay, which was really terrible. (laughs) It was
0: less than great, (laughs) <laughs> understatement of the
1: month.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I and mean, Minerva wants to know why. Is there any particular reason? And Lavender looks away and I Minerva... Mean, it turns out, out that
3: she and Padma or no, she and Pravati have been taking care of Trelawney all this time because mm-hmm. she's been uh, sobbing and drinking a lot in her quarters and can't feed herself and various other things. So.
1: Yeah, So they've been Helping and however, which that's
3: means that they are worn out and have no time for their homework.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Lavender started her most recent report the previous night, yeah, when she's had a month after
1: you know midnight or something like that. 11. After 11, eh, it's close to midnight,
0: yeah, yeah, not much better at that point. Being a college student and having written papers at <gasps> We're going to ignore what time I wrote that draft at and just say it's a bad idea. Yeah.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. All-nighters do not really work all that well unless you're really close to the end.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you're really good at pulling these things out of nothing. That is and true, even I then.
3: Suppose.
0: And even then, it's not good.
3: It's not good. Yes. And
0: Lavender is and Lavender's just not a great student. She gets it by the end of the semester. End of the year, pardon. But she's just not a good student. A gifted student. No,
1: she's mm-hmm. not.
3: She needs the time that is usually set to go through and learn the things and come up with something uh, reasonably good about it. And, and doing yeah. it in two half a night is two. not great.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, so Minerva, basic Minerva says that you're a student, you're a child, your professor should be taking care of you, not the other way around. Right. And... I assume your other grades, they're slipping.
2: hmm Probably.
3: And, and then, Lavender's starting to well, get her Lavender back up. because just, She's going to be um, standing by her favorite professor. And Minerva says, look, if I find someone else to care for Miss Trelawney, um, do you think you can you know, take some time off?
1: Yeah, get your grades <laughs> Focus up. Focus
3: on your schoolwork.
1: Do what you're supposed to be doing. hmm And she says she will if Minerva can find somebody to take care of Trelawney. So now Minerva, against her better judgment, has to find Trelawney a new babysitter. Yeah. For a fully grown woman.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: You and Miss Patel can come by tomorrow and we'll discuss it at length. And at this point, your homework doesn't count towards your owl grade, so it doesn't matter that much. But Minerva expects her to review the last few months' work, and um, be prepared to pass the surprise test that will come sometime in the next week.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and she's not telling anybody else about it, so you better not spill the beans.
0: Otherwise, you will have detention. For the rest of your life.
3: <laughs> or at least the and rest then she of your she
0: mm-hmm. life. <laughs> and then she turns around and says, I would recommend you eat a large dinner tonight, have a long hot bath, and go to bed early. After so long caring for others, it might be a good idea to care for yourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Lavender sat there, staring at Minerva as though she had horns and a tail. Her jaw was practically on the floor, and the only noise in the room was the light patter of rain against the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, if you'll excuse me, today. I have things to do.
3: Yeah.
2: And, then... and we're
3: at the Hufflepuff. Um, which year does it say? Hufflepuff fifth year Mm -hmm. class. And mostly, you know, Hufflepuffs are easy to teach. Not all of them are geniuses, but they value learning and they respect people's desire to learn. So they tend to do as they're told until they have a question. Sometimes some of them had... Lots of questions. Some of them have some slightly moronic questions, but usually they're easy enough to teach. But then you come across the occasional disagreeable hufflepuff, mm, such as Zacharias Smith, Smith.
2: <laughs> <laughs> who I
0: think even in this the section before. One second, sorry. Um, that uh, basically Minerva approves of the idea of jinxing Zacharias Smith. Yes. She does. <laughs> yeah. So he wants to know how animagus forms are assigned, and
2: you
0: know, you know okay, that's, a that's not so, that's not so bad. She's heard it before.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, there are a few theories. Most people seem to think it has something to do with personality and some physical aspects that are important to the Witcher wizards, such as you know, if they have mis- missing a finger or if they wear glasses a lot or something like that. That'll carry over.
1: Mm-hmm. And so then,
3: they, then someone else, or it's still Smith, who wants to know, do they start acting more like the animal they are? Which is another question that's, you know, fairly common. It sort of depends on your point of view. She personally hasn't noticed acting more cat-like. Some other animagi have told her that uh, they did favor the animal a little bit more than before. And then he sort of wants to know, what's different? Are you just like a regular cat? Can you talk to other cats? Do you do the things that cats do? Um, and then, and then a thought to his, occurs
0: to him, and his yeah. eyes widen. Yeah. It struck Minerva that this was probably not a good sign. But despite herself, she pressed him. Can he wants, I... Uh,
3: Can you have kittens? <laughs> and someone says, oh, don't be ridiculous. Oh, but what if a father was another cat and a magus? Well, then it they would would they have kittens or would they have children? No, they couldn't have children. They're cats. But And it goes back and forth.
1: And what about a measle? <laughs> a and, yeah. And if she turns a, male into a person, does she still have kittens in her stomach? Or are they children now? And, oh... <laughs> What if she (laughs) She just sort
3: of has to sit back and watch?
1: Yeah. You know, at one point they want to know if maybe if she was a boy cat, she could just go
0: out and be catting around. (laughs) And sure she has this reputation for controlling brooms.
3: I don't really know. (laughs) In some ways, these are interesting questions, but it's not one that the fifth year Hufflepuffs are really likely to come up with an answer to. No.
0: Oh, wait. This is sixth year. Sorry. Apparently. You're right. But it's like, sure, she could try and control the classroom. She's got that reputation. But if she does make them stop right now, they'll—that's all they'll write about for homework. And who knows? They might discover a medical breakthrough.
2: Yeah. Right. However,
0: the next comment: a cat can't be pregnant with a human baby. You idiot! It'd probably explode for pity's sake.
3: Uh, perhaps not. <laughs>
0: a little while later yes after, after the, the great, great the great kitten debate of 1996
3: yeah. yeah generally it was agreed that minerva could not have kittens or that if she did um, they would be super intelligent diabolical genius kittens who would take over the earth of yeah
0: <laughs> and with poisoned catnip and mind controlling feather, feather toys, toys. <laughs> and she honestly misses having
1: the thought process of a 15 year old on occasion Things would be very much more interesting in her own thoughts that way, and mm-hmm. while they're working quietly, thank God. Um, <laughs> Ombridge shows up, and Minerva says, "Continue your work," and they keep going. And
0: <clears throat> hallelujah, they are quiet, not discussing anime uh, mating behavior. Yeah, of mm-hmm. Minerva, <laughs> because it would not provoke the. The reaction of envy that Dolores has at Mm -hmm. seeing an obedient, quiet
1: room. Right. Because Dolores doesn't understand how to have one of those. And so she needs to talk to Minerva. And they step outside. And (laughs) (laughs) so she she turns around and she looks at them and says, Anyone who leaves their chair loses 100 points. And closes the door. And now they're Mm -hmm. in the hallway.
0: You know... This story also reminds me of Puffo in that points inflation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, we do have a little bit of points inflation going on here. <laughs> or
0: that be deflation.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure which, but yes, I understand what you mean. So Umbrace is, is blocking uh, Minerva's exit, as it were. Yes,
3: to go back into the room.
1: <laughs> and Minerva says, may I help you? With it. Off a cliff? Yeah, <laughs> off a cliff. And she <laughs> says, the Ministry requires your presence in the staff room. And she says, do they really? Well, the Ministry will have to wait until three o'clock. I have a class. Excuse me.
0: And I'm Actually, very... it's my request. The Ministry wishes to question you on the current whereabouts of Albus Dumbledore. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Yep. Yeah. And Minerva almost breaks out laughing because Mm -hmm. they actually think she has some idea.
1: Right, which she does not. Mm -hmm. So she turns around and dismisses the class, which really gets Umbridge going because Umbridge was intending to take over her class. And Minerva's over my dead body was silent, but heard by everyone in the room except Dolores, I think.
0: (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's like, how do- how terribly disappointing for you, but never fret, Dolores. I'm sure you'll find some other way to occupy yourself, cleaning up that dreadful Great Hall, perhaps. Yeah. And I can just see Maggie Smith saying that is Minerva. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes. So that she is. arrives at the staff room, and Darren Dawlish, Gottfried Proudfoot, and Kingsley Shacklebolt are waiting. And Proudfoot says, are you Minerva McGonagall? And she says, no.
1: (laughs) And he's like, uh, no. (laughs) He doesn't quite know what to do. And she says, no, I'm Celestina Warbucks in disguise. Can't you tell? (laughs) Really?
3: I was your teacher for seven years. Surely you haven't forgotten what I look like.
1: (laughs) Yes. And he says, ask
0: ministry regulations. "Mm,
1: Yeah. And uh, it was, he wants to know if that's her wand. And she says, no, it's a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, she, she is feisty today. She is feisty. And, you know, she's never liked Mr. Dawlish. He was a Slytherin, and he made Draco Malfoy look like a gentleman. And so she's enjoying this very much.
3: hmm. Apparently the only reason... For- she thinks the only reason he went out to be an aura is that he didn't have the heritage to become a Death Eater.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he grinds out that if she's not going to cooperate with the Ministry in this manner. You know, you just... Uh, and she says, I'm perfectly prepared to cooperate with the Ministry, Mr. Dolish. However, if the Ministry honestly feels you need to state the blindingly obvious at every turn that I'm afraid my cooperation will be un oh here's a word i can't do Uncon- uncongenial Genial, at best i do not suffer fools lightly something you of all people should recall mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so then kingsley gets his turn yes does, we mean no disrespect it's just ministry protocol to be very specific during an interview And she says, okay, we'll be specific. I'm currently holding in my hands a cup of tea in my favorite white porcelain teacup. It has a barely noticeable crack in the handle. I take my tea with a little (laughs) milk and two sugars. And at the time of saying this, I've had about a sip and a half out of the cup. Was that specific enough?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Kingsley just grins and the other two glare. Yeah. So she just goes and and sits and... Realizes that she probably won't get this homework graded.
1: No. Poor, poor thing. She's been working on this homework all day and not nothing's gone right.
3: Mm-hmm. Five minutes later, Severus Snape shows up.
1: Mm. Along He is with... also
3: apparently to be questioned because Splitwick and Sprout are there too. All the house heads. And, um...
1: mm-hmm. Yes, because they're, the Ministry perceives them to be closest to Dumbledore. And she's
0: amazed they haven't brought in Hagrid yet. And so... Yet. Kingsley welcomes them in. It's like, here, make yourself comfortable. Mm -hmm. But doesn't really seem to care that he's getting glared at.
1: No.
2: Minerva
0: likes Kingsley. He'd won the Gryffindor, the Quidditch Cup one year. Excellent keeper. Handsome, (laughs) too. (laughs) Yes.
3: So they finally get to the point. Dolish says... Do any of you know the current location of Albus Dumbledore? And they all say, nope, in yep. various different ways. Yes, uh, but there's the... a
1: dark detector on the table. And so when they all say, nope, no, no idea, sorry to disappoint you, the dark detector doesn't go off and the, and the orders all look at it like it's defective and they like pick it up and shake <laughs> it and turn it over and look at it. Is this thing on? Because they expect everybody to know, and nobody knows. They're, Albus is smarter than that. He's not going to tell you yeah. where he is.
3: And that's just his way. <laughs> he, he doesn't reveal information unless it's dragged out of him with a pair of forceps.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, but anyway. I like a bit from just before where Sam prefers to stand behind the couch, towering over the room. It was really quite reassuring in a twisted sort of way. Perform that theater, whatever on your side when facing pockets or ever wondered if they were available to be rented out. <laughs> this
2: entire
3: theater is
1: strange is Yeah, you're breaking up, up Scarlet.
0: Sorry. It's okay. This In turn, left some stretch ponderings on whether Lord Voldemort himself was available as a chaperone.
1: Oh yeah, now there you go. Lord Voldemort chaperoning (laughs) a seven-year-old birthday party. That'll do it.
0: (laughs) Yes. Today, kids, I'm going to teach you how to cast a vada Oops, that's one down.
2: (laughs) Yeah, whoops.
0: Anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then there were nine. Yeah.
3: (laughs) somehow i don't see, see him standing still for that unless he's you know has the wizarding equivalent of a house arrest anklet or something
2: mm-hmm.
1: yes <laughs> it's one way to drive him nuts although he would torture and kill them that would be bad but if we took away yeah, his that magic would be- that would be a great punishment for him. Put him mm-hmm. in with a mass of screaming children. Mm-hmm.
3: Voldemort, a uh, birthday clown.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Mom! Mom!
2: Mom! Why doesn't that guy
0: have a nose?
3: <laughs> That's why they make him a clown. He just puts on the fake nose.
0: Mm-hmm. But there's nothing to put the nose onto.
3: Eh, sticking charms.
1: Yeah, there you go. He is magic after all.
0: But we just took away his magic.
1: Oh,
3: that's true. Yeah, he'd mm. probably have to have someone dress him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he would just love that. <laughs> Actually, no, he, maybe but he had Wormtail robe him in out of Fire.
1: Yes, so he's probably used to being dressed.
3: Now I'm imagining like a charms accident or something where it's, there's supposed to be a thing so that even though he's, Done his power rituals. Now he can grow back some hair and a nose and such. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out it's a clown wig and nose. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Does not do wonders for the intimidation.
1: No, no, it wouldn't. No. This, okay, anyway. We need, we need fan art, folks. Fan art, please. <laughs>
0: Voldemort the Sadistic Clown coming to a birthday party near you.
3: (laughs) So their next question is if anyone knows the future location of Albus Dumbledore, to which they mostly say no again, except somebody says, well, I suppose he'll have to go to the bathroom at some point, but aside from that, no.
0: You know, I think that's probably Sprout or Flitwick. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know.
0: Because I, Snape would have just said no. Minerva would be either not even vaguely or no.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they they want to know if they're sure. Yep. Indeed. Yes, quite. Mm-hmm. And, then, and now they
3: ask, <laughs> if each of you feel like you've given Dolores Umbridge your full cooperation, and they sort of go, uh oh. Mm-hmm. Define full, <laughs> full cooperation, cooperation.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> They don't even say anything And the dark detector starts screaming bloody murder uh, 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 uh. We don't know
0: where Dumbledore <laughs> is But we don't like Dolores <laughs> I love it It's like Minerva looks looks at Pomona Who looks at Phileas Who looks at Minerva They
2: all look at Severus.
3: Bloody murder! Yeah.
2: Well, that could have gone worse, says Flitwick.
3: Really. (laughs) (laughs) Barring one of us losing any semblance of control and stabbing Dolish to death with a teaspoon, how exactly could it have gone worse?
1: (laughs) Well, they just—they just don't think, think
0: we're, we're raving lunatics.
1: Yeah, we—we don't—they don't think we're involved in the plot to illegally overthrow the ministry. No, we're just raving lunatics.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> ten minutes. Go they can, whatever. Yeah. They can think whatever as long as I have ten minutes. Yes, mm-hmm. and that Minerva, suddenly, yeah.
1: everybody.
0: Just eyes cool. mm-hmm. Scarlet. Apparently.
1: I'm gonna hang up not on not you again. Not again, uh, yes, again. I'm gonna hang up on you and, and have you call back. Okay. Because you're just totally oh. broken. Actually, yeah, it's it actually gives me a caution sign that that's not a good sign. So okay, call me back.
3: The interesting thing with these kinds of call troubles is whenever you say, "Oh, am I breaking uh, up?" or mm-hmm. uh, we must be having Hello. trouble. That all comes through Hello. clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whenever you're trying to say something substantive about whatever else, that's when the things mess yeah. up. Of course. And,
0: and talk again, Scarlett. Well, when you, there you okay. Go. okay. You well, sound great. when you do, fantastic, darling. Well, when you get to editing this, let me know on anything where I break up. I'll re, I will re-record for you.
1: Oh, you're a darling.
0: Hmm. help. <laughs> Especially if you can edit these sooner rather than later. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Which funny. I know is, ew, I know, I'm I'm just starting up comedy routine. I'll be here all semester.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess we didn't do so great, folks, because Scarlett just graduated. Congratulations, Scarlett. We hope that you have a really fun life doing whatever it is that you plan on doing. And we hope podcasting continues to be part of it. Well, you know, we just... Uh Uh-oh. Somebody's coming in. Hi, Alex. I didn't think you'd come in today since Mm -hmm. I beat your little butt and sent you out this morning. (laughs) He came up to me while I was getting dressed this morning and sprayed my books. Mm. Oh, wonderful. Yes. And he got caught and had his nose rubbed in it and his butt spanked. And I didn't think he'd come and see me, but here he is. (laughs) A little pill. We're way of course. Um, so somebody's knocked on the door. And they're all looking at each other like, Oh, who's gonna, who's gonna have to deal with it now? And it's Ginny Weasley. And mm-hmm. She is very annoyed.
0: And carrying a pink note. Yes, she
1: is. Yes.
3: Umbridge has sent her with a note. She has apparently disrespected her during class. Mm-hmm. And... She says she mispronounced the Cruciatus curse. I was merely correcting her.
2: <laughs> and? Well,
3: then she said she knew the subject better than me. I should respect that fact. I casually mentioned if that were true, she should know how to pronounce the unforgivable curses. And Pomona wants to know, did she pronounce mispronounce the proper title or the incantation? And it was the, the title. She has no problems with the incantation. Seems <laughs> uh, awkwardly comfortable with it. <laughs>
2: he did.
0: Or arrested for yelling "Crucio" at me across the classroom? Hmm. Hmm. Did she have her wand out? No. And then shakes her head.
3: Well, well, well then no, 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 unfortunately not.
0: Oh well. What it, it? What was it about suggesting ludicrous candidates in her place? And Jenny just kind of gets nervous because it's like, okay, so Umbridge was, she was the best qualified person and got smug and told me to name anyone else who'd be more capable in the position. So Snape automatically assumes that she would have said Harry, mm-hmm. to which she would have deserved being sent out of the room.
1: Right. But instead of that, she says that it was Snape that would have been better.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't lie to
0: me. And,
2: and Nerva is like,
3: this is the last thing she would things. have expected from one of the Weasleys. Yes. <laughs>
0: After all, being possessed by Tom Riddle and slaughtering chickens was all fine and dandy. But this is just weird. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. And yeah. so Ginny's hoping that maybe she can go to the library and research defense herself so that it's actually something useful.
1: Alex, if you close the computer, you're going to hang up on the call. Don't do don't that! Don't do that, Alex. <laughs> he almost had it all the way down. Oh <laughs> no!
3: What is it that he likes to rub on so much?
1: He loves the computer. The minute I start podcasting, he shows up and he—he's literally rubbing on the back of the computer. Is, is it, it warm? warm or something? Or? No, it's cold.
2: Huh?
1: Maybe he—he he just maybe it's a texture it. thing. I don't know. And he doesn't do it if I'm. You know, at the table at the main house, he only does it when I when he's when I'm over here. But it's he fun. knows it'll
0: get your attention,
1: yeah, because he's full of little nasty things. And when he comes and lays next to me, I can get the scissors out and cut on him while he's laying here. So while we podcast, I, I give him a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Don't move, buddy. Oh, you lose an ear.
3: Maybe he's that would uh, be bad also. secretly animated just of Harry Potter or something.
1: Uh, maybe. he's Yeah, he's come to, to podcast with us. Okay, mm-hmm. I can't see my computer screen.
3: <laughs> he does remind me of Crookshanks a little bit.
1: <sighs> yeah, we should just dye him orange. There we go. Hi, buddy. Dolores thinks that she delir- deserves the punishment, so she's getting ready to mete out punishment when Stuart Ackerley shows up and says... Professor McGonagall, uh, Madame Pomfrey asked me to ask you to go to the hospital wing. Wing, it's urgent. And Minerva says, "Okay." Uh, Professor Snape is in charge of Ginny's punishment, and away she goes.
3: <laughs> Five points from Gryffindor, and I <laughs> imagine both of their faces are um, interesting sights at that.
0: Mm, I'm sure. Because how much can he punish somebody for saying he'd be a good professor when he Mm -hmm. wants to be the defense professor? However, this is basically the female Fred Weasley who has a crush on Harry Potter. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. He's he's
1: He's got to
3: weigh things in the balance here.
1: Torn either way. So she makes it to the
3: hospital wing quite quickly. Mm, Much quicker
1: than she did when (laughs) Dolores needed her in the hospital earlier.
3: Mm-hmm. And she's noticed there's a long line of students, mm-hmm. and they're not um, showing skiving snack box symptoms. They all have bruises and broken wrists and the like. And Excuse me. Then she finally... Well, first she spies um, Malfoy and not, and she wants to know what's going on. And it's because of the slipping charm that...
0: The glissant was it Hoops charm. or
3: Sinistra mm-hmm. that put on the hallway
0: Vector. in the last chapter? Victor? Yes, it, it yeah, was Vector.
3: Vector. It was Professor Vector. She- and Malfoy, of course, thinks it's Daphne Greengrass because she's the only one who hasn't gone that way and slipped.
1: Right. <laughs> but the whole reason she didn't go that way and slip is because she was trying to stay away from him and the rest of the Slytherin slime. Hmm. And Minerva you know- knows who it was, so she can't say anything, but she knows it wasn't Daphne.
3: Yeah, so she just says, how do you know this Miss Greengrass is responsible for this? And Nott says, oh, he just likes trying to get her in trouble. And Mm -hmm. Malfoy says, that's slanderous. I should give you a detention for saying such things about a respected member of the Inquisitorial squad. And uh, Nott's like, that's a contradiction in terms.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Minerva has already awarded Nott an extra five points on his homework. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yes. And that's when we hear, she was the only one who didn't go that way from History of Magic, but that's coincidence. Right. So she sets them back into the line and moves towards the front. And Madame Pomfrey is sitting there in an armchair with a curtained enclosure. And every now and then she takes her long pointed stick and jabs it into the enclosure. And she's sort of going, what is going on? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: But first of all, she walks in and uh, Mr. Goyle is bent over the exam table, getting his tailbone repaired with his drawers down. And Minerva's thinking, Uh. I could have gone my entire life without seeing that. Mm -hmm. Brain bleach. Poor Poppy. Brain bleach. I know. And so Poppy tells him that he's done and to tell the next person to wait a minute. And we find out that Mr. McGlagan is the beast behind the curtain, as
3: it were. Mm-hmm. And Minerva wants to know, what is she doing just jabbing him with this pointed stick? And it turns out that he's he has he's been eating alahotsie leaves, and he's basically high as a kite.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. <laughs> Very much high as a kite.
3: And we don't know exactly how he was, why he was eating these leaves. He was in herbology at the time. There was probably a bet involved or something of the sort. But, uh, yeah, he's going to have to have anti-delirium potions and possibly, and sleeping potions at night and bed rest. And if he doesn't shape up soon, he's going to have to be expelled because he's already missed half of the noob course.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either that or yeah. he'll have to
3: repeat a year like Marcus Flint.
1: And he, he became delirious and was under the impression that Professor Sprout's earmuffs were out to get him. And he made a break for it into the forest where he was found 20 minutes later, stark naked, cowering behind a bush. And Minerva's impressed that they
0: found him in 20 minutes. Quite. (laughs) Yeah. But, and earlier she, and Minerva would never speak ill of her students, even this one. (laughs) But she will think a whole lot of ill against them. Yes. (laughs) Because that is permissible.
1: But this guy, he's just, he's
3: crazy.
0: He's yep. the hero of his own story and doesn't realize that he is basically the bumbling fool.
3: Yes. Yep. And, then, and before Minerva can think of anything else to do, there's another note
0: mm-hmm.
3: from Professor Elbridge. With Umbridge. Melza Robbins. Yep.
1: And Ms. Robbins has been searching all over for her. She went to the classroom, the office, the staff room, and now to the hospital wing. And Minerva thinks that she deserves extra points because She's pretty dedicated. Minerva <laughs> looked in one place and then just sort of left the note and left instead of trying to uh, track her down.
2: hmm Or and her presence tell is requested the old goat it to deliver Dolores's the blasted office. thing herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and she signs it, you know, she the signs it... Sister.
0: hmm <laughs> And for the millionth time, she wants to just curse Dolores. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. But she sets off. Oh,
0: I love this next one. Three mm-hmm. fifty-six PM. The Chintz Inferno. Because every yep. time she walks into that office she wants to vomit or kick things. And she is just mortally offended at all these fluffy kittens that she are is. an insult to the feline species.
2: They are. And
0: she expects and she expects like Potter or Lee Jordan or Victor Frobisher, Something. but not who she sees.
1: Colin Creevy. Colin Creevy. And she Mm -hmm. wants to
0: know, may I ask
1: why I've been brought here?
3: And apparently, Colin's been quite creative in the last little while. (laughs) He's Mm -hmm. put together a calendar. Called Voldy's Angels, a study of the Inquisitorial Squad and Their con- Connections with Death Eaters. Draco Malfoy is Mr. July and is subtitled The Amazing Bouncing Ferret. Of
0: course he is. And and Minerva's between laughing and crying.
1: <laughs> she is she's totally like, Ooh, I have some tips for you. Hang on a minute. But Dolores
0: mm-hmm. does
3: not... Uh, <clears throat> She's not amused.
1: But,
0: but, re- no. but really, the first thing that Minerva says is, how on earth did you get this picture of him being turned into a ferret? Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah. Colin has done the wizard equivalent of Photoshop. <laughs> He's, or really, darkroom stuff. He's exposed a picture of a ferret and a picture of Draco at the same time. And because they both realize they're not supposed to be there at once, they keep switching back and forth.
2: Right.
0: It's kind of like that toy, I don't know, I don't know what it's called, but that toy where you see the, the bird in the cage and then, like, the bird outside of the cage and you, and you rub the stick back and forth in your hand and you can see it, like, go in and out, in and out, in and out. That's mm. what I picture.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A yeah, rotoscope or something like yeah. that.
0: Yeah, yeah, something like that. So, Dolores says, Mr. Like, go ahead. <laughs> Mr. Creevy, sit down and stop looking so pleased with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and Minerva's disappointed. Mm-hmm. She'd been enjoying that. So sure, he's useless with Transfiguration, but he's got talents.
1: Yeah, the prophet's gonna love
0: him when he's old enough. <laughs> and, and it's like, so- do you know what this is? Yes, it's incomplete. He doesn't have pi- a picture for Pansy Parkinson yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dor Lewis <laughs> is
0: like, this is slender.
1: Slander, that's what it is. Minerva <laughs> wants to roll her eyes, but she doesn't. And she really wished that Dolores actually would get a grip, or a
0: life, or possibly a date. Because, you know, that might help. Except that would just be gross and wrong. Because mm-hmm. we all know what we think of, like, the Umbridge and Filch adoration scenes in the movies. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, didn't we have a discussion at some point about...
1: Her no. in, her, in her animagus form as a toad and Trevor. Oh yes. I, I think there was something to do with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. There, and
3: there apparently the sick um, and the, wrong the Umbridge you. thing <laughs> wouldn't work with all the new stuff we know about her now because she uh, a janitor is obviously below her, and mm-hmm. since she you know tried she, to forget her own dad.
0: Yes. Well, she's well, he's president of her fan club. Yeah, that's is.
3: true.
2: On another note, <clears throat> uh,
3: apparently the spinning um, two sided toy is called too. a Thaumotrope.
1: Thank you. A yeah, Thaumotrope. Very cool.
3: It's been popular since the 19th century, apparently. Mm. So even wizards might have them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or that's where they got the idea or mm-hmm. something.
2: Yeah, cool. Anyway.
0: Be. So Minerva has to get Colin out of this
1: trouble. So she says, so Colin, this is for personal use. Why? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And he nods. Go with it,
0: dude. Mm -hmm.
1: But he almost doesn't. Mm -hmm. And Dolores is like, you filthy little liar. And she's like, forgive me, Dolores, but where is your proof of that? Mm -hmm. And Dolores sputters. And she says, all right. Then I will take Mr. Creevy back to his class and I will make him promise never to share it. But since it's for his own personal use, there's not really anything we can do about it. Freedom mm-hmm. is Handed it over now. And, um, by the way, yeah, you need
0: to return that because, you know, it's his. Mm-hmm. Can I just say Minerva is is awesome because She has all the timetables in her head. She Mm -hmm. knew, I mean, sure, she had the pink note as evidence when Ginny came into the staff room, but she knew Ginny was in Dark Arts, Right. Defense Against Dark Arts, and now she she knows that Creevy's supposed to be in Divination. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean,
1: good
3: We know she's the one who hands them out at the beginning of the year, or at least was in Harry's first year.
1: I know, but I wouldn't have remembered this long.
3: That is true.
0: And I would have thought that she was doing that because she's head of Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't think mm-hmm. she'd be handing him out to say Slytherin.
3: No. Well, no, but both of those people so far have been Gryffindors. Yeah, Gryffindors.
0: True, but still, it's impressive. It's
3: still impressive regardless, yeah.
0: Because, <laughs> And so she escorts Colin back to Professor Forenz's class, and it takes about 10 minutes because he's spluttering thanks, and he's just kind of... Amazed that she's giving him tips mm-hmm. about former Death Eaters and their connections to Hogwarts students.
2: So, yeah, so he's, he's taking, taking hurried notes.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then she drops by the East Hallway to remove the charm, which is easier said than done because there's Ravenclaws and Gryffindors that are ice skating with yep. their transfigured shoes.
3: Roger Davies does a triple axle.
1: <laughs> Very nice. What?
0: Go Ravenclaw!
1: Apparently
3: Newt-level potions has been cancelled because the Great Hall and the Entrance Hall are still blocked off and therefore nobody can get down to the dungeons. (laughs)
2: Mm. (laughs) Yes.
1: And And... she, she stops by the Great Hall and she feels like she's walked into a Jackson Pollock painting. It's just a mess. A riot of color and food and texture and ugh.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and even the ceiling in all its enchanted glory was barely visible under the impromptu Salam Salamagundi. I don't know how now, you say a word that.
3: That's I haven't come across before.
0: <laughs> it's a dish of chopped meat, anchovies, eggs, onions and seasoning. Or a well, general mixture, a miscellaneous collection, which is probably more accurate. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's a whole bunch of food mixed together.
1: Sounds like vomit to me. And, and Aww, poor we
0: don't have Trisha. I know. Vomit. Poor uh Hagrid's being
1: well the Professor's Hagrid's being, wrestling
0: a chair. Yeah,
1: he's wrestling a chair trying to keep it away from Professor Sinistra Sinistra who Sinistra. is being attacked by the chair and Minerva's. Besters
0: hurting penguins. Mm-hmm.
1: Her says, You can just destroy that chair, you know. And Haggard grins and puts his fist through the chair and he says, Dolores told us we weren't allowed to destroy anything. <laughs>
3: uh, of course she did.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's like we've been making progress, though. Oh, dear. <laughs> if this,
2: so is if this is progress. progress I don't, don't want, want to see it to before. Know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so
1: at 5.01 p.m., we have a slightly less Jason Pollock reminiscent Great Hall. And. They found (laughs) forty-three birds, seventeen mice, fourteen macaroni penguins, three biting chairs, two anti-gravity mists, a cloud of garrotting gas, three dung bombs, a half a dozen enchanted plates, and for some reason, a bar of frog spawn soap. Ribbit, ribbit.
0: And those penguins have a psychic.
3: The great call gave to me.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh goodness. But the penguins (laughs) apparently have a psychic connection, often coordinating their attacks, so they continue to elude capture. Eventually, Sinistra snaps. Okay, enough! I adopt the penguins. They are my penguins. I claim them forevermore, and they can wander freely till the end of their days. (laughs) Oh, shut up, you smarmy git, as Snape walks in.
2: Yeah.
0: And he, uh, he says that Dolores
1: wants to know when the Great Hall will be reopened. She'd like to keep this incident as quiet as possible, apparently. Quiet! Quiet! There's bomb sites intact, better intact than this. And the old Bat wants <laughs> this quiet? Why oh, can't holiday. we curse her?
3: Hmm. Probably because you'd have to go to Azkaban if you did. then then' we there'd added be a, a memory chart,
0: It's a grid. Mm-hmm. And anyway, the trial would take about six months, by which point Azkaban will probably be empty anyway.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he mentions that it's after five o'clock and Minerva's like, what?
3: Oop, gotta go. Gotta
1: go. <laughs> Bye. And she leaves mm, him in charge. I bet she
3: has it. a date. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yep. And so she...
3: Yeah, You guys, you can all take care of this. You've got Severus here to help now. Bye. Yeah. yeah and
1: she... Wa- walks out and runs into Umbridge and the Oars and they look over at her, and Dolores wants to know where she thinks she's going. The Great Hall is still inaccessible. And she says that it's much better than it was, and she has to go. And Umbridge is like, and I beg your what? pardon?
2: Mm-hmm. And I'm
1: going. I have things to
3: do, Dolores. Things to do. Important things.
0: <laughs> Such as my job. Like, my job. My job. Which, Which, as of this moment, no longer includes cleaning up after your incompetence.
1: This <laughs> steam almost pours out of Dolores's ears, and she rushes upstairs to her bedroom quarters, and we have uh, Driscoll, 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 the, the assassin gay portrait. Yes. <laughs> and she, she really wanted a bath, but she doesn't have time for a bath now, so she's got to take a quick shower. And,
0: and she has she's... to do her hair, and put on makeup, and There's curls, there's twists, there's tendrils. It's elegant, and it makes her want to curse something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) she tries for the makeup, but she doesn't do very well, and she ends up just throwing it in the trash. She's kind of like me. I'm totally with her on this one.
3: (laughs) And Driscoll's like, so, do you have plans?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you plan to wear clothing, or are you sporting a bathrobe all evening? And she's like, oh, mm. muggle clothes. I think
1: I have oh, some right. somewhere. And he says, try in the back on the left. And,
3: mm-hmm. and she, might she might says, have to actually like and him. And he almost falls mm. out of his frame. Yeah. She, but he keeps reminding her about things just as she's almost out the door.
2: Yeah.
1: Perfume. Jewelry. Jewelry. Take a coat. Take a coat. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to What about your wand? When he turned into her, her mother.
3: yeah.
2: She
1: puts oh, yeah, on the, the muggle coat, and she's like, oh, this is nice. Why do we wear those stupid cloaks anyway? So yep. she finally, finally gets to leave
3: after it's five It's apparently trips. fashionable from the 40s, and he says, if anyone asks, tell them it's vintage. Mm-hmm. Yep. So apparently Driscoll has been chatting with, uh, or is was himself a muggle-aware sort of portrait. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And he's called her back for all kinds of things. One was to get muggle money, which it was something that she could probably use. And the other was, You're not going to take a Veritas, Veritas serum antidote? Are you daft? And she's like, I've already dealt with the ministry. They can Veritas serum me if they want to.
2: <laughs>
1: and she has.
0: Glasses to- or no glasses.
1: Yeah. And she heads down to the entrance hall, and she's going to go down to the dungeons and pretend to be with Snape and sneak out the back door. But she feels herself being followed.
3: Yeah, She's being watched by an aura, Mm -hmm. and she decides, hmm, now she has to choose between good sense, good manners, and good fun. Good (laughs) sense would be continue down to the dungeons, do what she was going to do before. Good manners, return to her room and admit defeat. Good fun. Head out the doors. Mm-hmm.
1: And <laughs> she picks door number three. Yep. <laughs> and she, so she and walks is-
3: along out on the grounds, and it's raining and dark and muddy, and as soon as she's out of sight, she dives into a bush and transforms into a cat. Mm-hmm. And the or sort of comes along and is looking for her and um, steps on a... Handy patch of mud and slides down the hill.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because she weaves between his feet and trips him and, uh, <laughs> in her little kitty cat form.
2: Mm, yes. And then
1: she And it's smug- Proudfoot. Yes. And then she smugly stands above him and watches him fall for a little longer than she should have. But now she's so, running late.
3: You know, maybe that cat form does influence things just a little.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm, just maybe. Just a little. So now it's. Four minutes to six, and she's in London, and she's right behind the Leaky Cauldron, and sweltering hot. And it's yeah, yeah. she doesn't need that so nice much coat for the coat. Anymore. She still has a small smirk lingering on her face, and Tom says, "Evening, Professor McGonagall. What can I do for you?" And she says, "Nothing. Just going through." And he goes back to wiping down the bar, and
0: she winds her way through London and narrowly curses a family of eight. Well, at least the kids, because they look entirely too sticky for her liking, and we're screaming bloody murder for no good reason.
3: And then she finally meets her friend, Mm -hmm. who is Emmeline Vance, member of the Order of the Phoenix and owner of Transfiguration Today in this universe. Mm -hmm. And she was getting worried
1: because Minerva was a little late, and Minerva's never late. And they head into the uh, restaurant, and Emmeline says, tell me about your day. And Minerva's like... Careful what you wish for!
3: (laughs) And that's where the chapter ends. That's where
1: the chapter ends. And (laughs) yes.
3: This is a lot of fun. I enjoy this fic.
1: It is a lot of fun. I just, I love the different things. I love the banter, Mm
3: -hmm. which
1: is something that we all... The only
3: problem as far as the podcast goes is that we all want to quote the same things and can't tell when each other is going to start.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. This would make... A
0: very good master fic. Mm-hmm. There was, did we say that last week or was it
1: something I think else we, did, yes. it, we wanted to do?
0: It's worth repeating. Uh,
1: it is. Well, we we messed up last week's recording. I messed up last week's recording anyhow. So it does need to be repeated. We should We should just pick yeah. a couple of things here and there and not do of the a, scenes, full,
2: yeah. a full the whole master story
1: fic
3: is for, long, but... for
1: all of them. I mean, there's no way we'd be able to do... Every podcast that we've done since the last Masterfic, but if we found a couple little things here and there we could do, it would be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I would really like to do that. That would be fun. Okay. Well, instant among your homework. You pick out a few lines, and we'll pick out a few lines, and we'll put something together. Awesome. Okay.
0: We have a plan. (laughs) Evil plans?
2: Evil plans? Never.
0: I never have evil plans.
2: No, Evil deeds for
0: evil plans. <laughs> we are making evil plans.
3: Are we going back in time?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's think, do the time warp again. I think Minerva would
1: love to go back in time and start this whole day over.
0: <laughs> Maybe. And just stay in bed. Yes.
3: Yeah. By the way, Peeves, maybe not quite that inventive.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or just not going to the Great Hall at that time.
1: Yeah. Or, mm.
0: you know. Take a No, what she would do is she would just take a skyving snack box <laughs> at the beginning at, of the day. Stay in bed all day. Yes. Take a bath. Um, Long, relaxing bath.
1: Then not that sound nice? Yeah. So, but it, this is fun, and it's got so much humor in it, the different things. I just love, um well, the whole food fight thing was a lot of fun, but I liked it when sh- they were interviewed by the Oars and, you know, do you know where Dumbledore is? Nope, uh-uh, haven't seen him, uh-uh. And they just, the Oars just looking at the dark detector, waiting for it to go off, and it doesn't, because they're all telling the truth, and I'm just going, oh, man.
3: Yeah. <laughs> they're sort of doing... uh Dumb cop, suspicious cop, good cop.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, and we still have uh, one more to go, where we find out what happens at dinner and through the rest of the evenings.
3: Mm-hmm. We follow Minerva all the way to midnight, so she really has had a long day.
0: <laughs> she has, yes. Oh, this yeah. woman needs a vacation after Order of the Phoenix? <laughs> mm. Yes. Go sit on a beach, go relax by a pool, just go sit in a library, in a garden, something, something, anything. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's, uh, she's just had this
1: terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day so far. <laughs> I could tell I was
2: gonna Terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day.
1: And <laughs> it can only get worse.
0: Can yeah. only get more.
1: I guess interesting. we'll see. Yep. <laughs> so it'll be fun time. for
3: us anyway, if not for her.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it is always fun. This is a fun author. Um, I don't know. Do we know if Twisted Biscuit has done other things?
3: I think we looked at some point but I can't remember yeah, what I found out. I think there's, there's been a, a lot of, there's a lot of good stuff actually. Mm-hmm. A lot of th- fun th- one yeah. shots. Um for instance his his or her um oh her it says she in the um, in the Author description. Profile oh, Biscuit regrets that she is no longer available during, due to a, an acute case of real-life-itis.
1: Oh, I hate it when but they have real-life-itis.
3: The last thing that she posted in uh, October 2007 is a histrionic prat by any other name. And the summary <laughs> is, in his fifth year at Hogwarts, Tom Riddle concocts a new name for himself. A name which no one is ever allowed to use. Yes, because that sounds practical, Tom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And most of her fics look like they are under humor or parody humor. Yeah. So we yeah. have
3: one called Cording. One horse, a.k.a. overused plotline.
0: <laughs> I, I like courting Doggy. Mm-hmm. A thousand mm-hmm. Twitter-pated twits.
3: <laughs> yes.
1: You can put me in prison.
3: Must be animal magnetism or something. Snape's Valentine's Day experience during Prisoner of Azkaban. Ooh. With equal <laughs> Hufflepuffs, and sickly cards. <laughs>
0: a
1: sarcastic... Go ahead. Ray Moose Lupin.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> a sarcastic gets golden rolls at
3: Hogwarts. Yes, this is the longest one she's done. It's 29 chapters. I'm guessing there's sort of one rule a chapter or something of that sort. Apparently features Theodore Knott.
1: Well, that might be fun.
3: Or there's a cock and Bowl correspondence from the cupboard. Draco Malfoy, war hero apparently, goes into hiding in the cupboard under the stairs of number four Privet Drive. This is a record of his ordeal in his own words. The veracity of his words is naturally open to debate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, this one looks promising. The Tea Party of Azkaban.
3: (laughs) I think I read that one. Good, Just actually. after
0: Sirius' escape, the occupants of Azkaban Prison get together for a little chat to discuss the latest goings-on and the effect this will have on their PR. With tea, oh, yeah. bundt cake, and pink Dementors. Not, <laughs> Not for, the, for faint the faint of heart.
3: <laughs> this one's written as um, a script, so oh, they all have the names and then lines after them.
1: Oh, and, that uh, would be fun. And then with... there's Never Was, Never Will Be, a quick Draco Malfoy Hermione Granger one-shot. Mm-hmm. So,
0: basically, we, we're just telling you, go read this author.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty funny. I think she'd be well well worth reading.
3: Mm-hmm. Apparently, she writes twisted things which may or may not involve biscuits.
0: <laughs> there we go. Very astute, Scott. Very astute.
3: hmm
1: Oh, hey, I just saw one. What do you mean, Snape's not a stud muffin?
3: Go on. Well,
0: <laughs> I think that we would have some members on the forum who might disagree with that. I think you might the, be right. The not.
3: If one reads the de- descriptions closely. Um...
0: <laughs> um, how are we defining stud muffin today? <laughs>
3: yes.
1: Well, <clears throat> in a very Malfoy Halloween...
3: Yep. So basically, we're going to have to go through the whole catalog of Mm -hmm. Twisted Biscuit stories, apparently. Yep.
1: (laughs) I think so. Oh, and goody, my kitty cat's back.
0: Hi, Alex. Did you come back to visit? Did you come back to turn off the computer? Mm Mm-hmm.
3: He wasn't finished rubbing on the computer, so, you know.
0: Apparently not.
3: (laughs) Just
1: don't pee on anything and you'll be fine.
3: Well, I think that's probably our podcast for the night, unless uh, anyone has further nope. stories they'd like good. to share.
1: I think we are good. Thank you. There's new Girl Scout cookies hmm. in your, in your uh, dorm room or somewhere in the stories that we're reading.
0: Um, in existence.
3: Available for purchase.
0: <laughs> yes. It's gluten-free. Well, there
1: you go. Hmm. What do you know? Exciting. Okay. I like we
3: mince. only ever have two or three kinds of Girl Scout cookies here. Our, our our Girl Guides are different from your Girl Scouts, so they have different cookies.
0: Do you have a, an equivalent to Thin Mints?
3: Not really, although I think they might sort of be in production or something like that because they are the most popular, popular. ones down there. But mm-hmm. the ones we have most often are the sandwich kind, um, and there's two or three different flavors of those. There's a vanilla or possibly maple one, chocolate one, and I think now there's a lemon one. Um, mm, the lemon ones are good.
0: I think I've seen a recipe for making homemade thin mints. I'm really tempted.
3: <laughs> Might be worth trying.
1: We should say goodnight so we can. I can shut this down and then we can just yak. Yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> All right. Everyone else, you're gonna have to find your own Girl Scout cookie recipes. Yep. <laughs> Good night,
0: everyone. Good night. Good night. Bye.
3: Bye. So hold on to the wonder that those books brought to our lives. Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.